0: Welcome, everyone, into the OTR universe, and welcome to another episode of On The Range Podcast, Vantage Point. I am your host, Mark Kelly. Hope you are having a fantastic Tuesday afternoon. Today, we're going to talk about a subject that's been out there, a lot of people commenting on. I'm going to take in a little different spin, but whatever you do guys and gals, make sure you go to Warhog.com and kellydevents.com, Check out our industry partners, all those great companies that support what we do. Make sure you check out the officer survival project, officer survival tab, trying to get our men and women blue, some free training. Hey, crew members, Patreon, OTR crew members. Big thanks to you. Thank you for your support. All you who are not yet crew members, make sure you go to our websites, warhog.com, kellydefense.com, and check out the crew tab. You can do a 15-day free trial, all-access free trial. It's the only place to get our training stuff, guys and gals. We don't put it out there on the interwebs for free, the new stuff. It's exclusive for the crew members. Plus, we have a bi-monthly Zoom call with Rick and I, a lot of personal interaction, a lot of challenges, shooting challenges, other kinds of challenges, a lot of swag. They get first crack at the training calendars. Today's episode of the Vantage Point is brought to you by the Firearms Training Notebook, 1% Better Every Day. Rick and I put this out a few months ago, wildly popular, a integral part of our training. Follow your progression on your law enforcement training journey. And plan your next dry fire and live fire session. You know, this stuff with the Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch. You know, we got Kid Rock out there blasting his uh, cases of Bud Light. A lot of people going back and forth on it. Joe Rogan had a very interesting take on it. Very interesting. And I don't disagree with him. I don't disagree with him. He says, I don't know why people are upset if, you know, Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch are reaching out, trying to get a different group of customers. I don't, I don't argue with that. I don't know if that's what they're doing. He didn't take it quite as personal as someone who drinks Bud Light and is tired of woke agenda being thrust down their throats. I think that's what's happening here. It's, this is kind of like something that was just a last straw for some people, is what I think. But I don't necessarily disagree. Hey, a company if they're not out there trying to bring in new co- uh, customers then their marketing department and the company's not really trying not doing what they're supposed to be doing so no no arguments with that i want to focus on what i think really happened i don't necessarily that's what this was i think the marketing vice president and we're going to talk about this young lady don't know her for all accounts could be a perfectly nice human being i just believe that that's not what she was doing in this case. Now, whether or not, you know, there's some scuttlebutt out there, whether or not she's the one to actually put that piece of content with Dylan Mulvaney, the dude who runs around pretending to be like an adolescent girl. And that's really what he's doing. I don't think she was necessarily the person who came up with that ad and put it out there. I don't know that she could have been, but if she's the vice president of Bud Light Marketing, then she sure as heck saw it, right? So the things I want to talk about is kind of where I think she's come from. She said some very interesting things. She did a she did a spot on a podcast, a video podcast. Kristen Twidford, I believe is her name. It's a make yourself at home podcast. Seems like a pretty interesting podcast. It, it's really well produced, well done. And they did an interview with Alyssa. Heiner Shed, the vice president of marketing for Bud Light. And she said some pretty interesting things. And I'm going to point some of these things out. My personal opinion, I'll give at the end of the show. And also speaking of the end of the show, patrons, members of the crew, the show will continue after the public show ends over at the crew Patreon page. So be, look forward to that. So let's go ahead and bring her in here. And like I said, this this show came out after the spot with Dylan Movaney for the Bud Light commercial. So let's kind of get started on this. Let's start pick up right about here.
1: On the Bud Light brand. Tell me about that a little bit. Yeah, I I think number one, you know, I'm a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. I had a really clear job to do. When I
0: Okay, hold on a second. Now you have to bear with me on this, folks. Stick with me. I have not seen this thing from beginning to end. This is the first time I've pulled it up. I've seen the clips that has been on media, social media, but I have not seen this whole thing. She is not a business person. She does not own a business. She is a employee, a very high paid employee, I'm sure, vice president of marketing, but she is not a business person. She is not purchasing anything. She is not paying anybody she might have some hand in some of the hires of her department that are coming up through, but she is not a business person in my opinion. She does not own a business that as far as I know, this, this is her job as an employee with Bud Light.
1: When yeah. I took over Bud Light and it was when I took over, it in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there. Okay. Will-
0: hold on. Hold on a second. If I had a marketing person, in charge of Kelly defense or for the on the range podcast brand that Rick and I are put together. If I had someone that their sole job was to market it, I never want to hear them say this brand has been in decline. Who, who says that in a marketing department? Not off to a great start here. Who in charge of any marketing department is going to publicly say that this brand has been in decline, but of course, until she got here and she's going to save it, right?
1: there will be no future for bud light. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like we mm-hmm. need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. And my what I brought to that was a belief in okay, what is what what does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men Mm -hmm. and representation. Is it sort of the heart of evolution? You've got to see people who reflect you in the work. And we had this hangover. I mean, Bud Light had been kind of a brand of fratty.
0: Whoa. Those who are watching this on video. Have you ever been in a conversation with someone And you say something and they turn their head to the side, say, you know what? And then they're about ready to say that's BS or something like that. You can tell right then she hates the people that drink Bud Light. This does not sound like a campaign that's focusing on attracting a certain group of folks. This sounds like she wants to take this brand and completely change it from the folks who are already drinking it. Very interesting. The way, you know, someone turns their head and kind of gets ready to say, you know, that's bull crap or something like that. That's what she just did. If you're listening to this on audio, make sure you go check that piece out.
1: The kind of out of touch humor and it was really important <laughs> that we had another approach. So long story short.
0: Okay. Yeah. The fratty out of touch humor, apparently and I haven't seen the picture. I heard Megan Kelly talk about this. Apparently, this Ivy League educated young lady here, there's some photos of her running around, you know, chugging beers. They weren't Bud Light, of course. Chugging beers, drinking stuff out of fluid-filled uh, condoms. Getting after a little bit, right? Hey, go ahead, girlfriend. Get after it. But now, that's no good. Obviously, she probably has kids. She's got drawings on the wall here. Now, that's that's a bad thing. Now that she's not doing that anymore, doesn't want to do it anymore.
1: Very short Super Bowl spot. Fast forward. I cast an incredible female choreographer who just brought incredibly positive, amazing energy to the spot. We cast Miles Teller and his wife, Kelly Teller. But it was really crucial to me that if you see that spot, Kelly is... Kelly is the heartbeat of that No, spot. she's not. You're seeing this whole experience through Kelly. She's the beating heart. No, she's heart. not. She, I would sort of argue, is sort of what propels you through that experience. And, and that was intentional. Um, no, and then she's we have-
0: not. So you got the star of the Top Gun movie, which was wildly popular, American, flag-toting, love American, love our armed forces movie. He's the star of it. And he's got his lovely lovely wife with him on the Super Bowl spot. I saw that. Great commercial. Okay. Hey, right, whatever. But let's make no mistake. You chose him because it's a big America movie blockbuster. That's why you chose it because of him. And then you put her in it. It was a, it was a very nice commercial. But uh, let's not fool ourselves. Oh, this is through her eyes. No. Everybody wants to see the big star and see who his wife is. So let's not fool ourselves. See, this is the problem that I have with this. This is my opinion on this. She doesn't, she cannot stand. She doesn't drink Bud Light, never did. She cannot stand the way the brand is. She wants to change it herself. She's not talking about, hey, this is a targeted campaign for a certain group of folks that we're trying to attract as drinkers. That's not what she's doing here. She's trying to change it. She hates the brand of Bud Light. She hates it. But she'll sit there and say how she worked so hard, and she probably did, to become the vice president of the biggest, one of the biggest beer brands out there. She'll take that all day, but she's going to do everything she can. And here's another thing. Every, everybody who's who's kind of followed the story, you know that this gaff cost Anheuser-Busch 6 billion with a B dollars, six billion. I don't know of anybody in the world who costs their company that they work for five to 6% of their market cap in three days and was able to keep their job. But when you're talking inclusivity and all these other things and, and lighter and brighter, you're using all these buzzwords that everybody is watching for, let's not kid ourselves, marketing right now, media, sports media especially, identity po- to- politics driven. And this apparently was the last straw for a lot of people. And it cost Anheuser-Busch $6 billion. And she still has her job. Now I don't want to see Anheuser Busch go out of business, even though they're not an American business anymore. I don't know if you knew this, but I think they're—I think it's a German company, or maybe a, maybe a, a Dutch company. I'm not sure, Belgian maybe. I don't want to see anybody lose their jobs. I don't want to see anybody necessarily get canceled forever. But the folks who drink Bud Light, and I'm not a fan of Bud Light myself, they're sending a clear message. Now Anheuser Busch did put out a spot. And a statement. The first one was a complete failure. Basically saying, hey, you're crazy. You should be do it, thinking what we're thinking. This is a great campaign. That was the first one. The second one, after they took like a week off, they didn't say anything. anheuser Bush. They didn't say anything. They didn't even tweet for like a week. They got the Clydesdale out there on this new spot, on this commercial, running. Hitting the beach, hitting New York City with a little bit of uh, overtones of uh, 9-11 in there. America. Two guys drinking on a porch in like a prairie in front of them. Cowboy hats. America, right? Where was that when you were thinking about your base before? Where was that? Obviously, you know who it is and what it is because you put it in this commercial. This isn't something new. This is what you've been doing. That's why you got the new Maverick guy in your Super Bowl commercial. Everybody loves Clydesdales, right? Well, they have it all over the place. Like I said, I'm not looking for anybody to go away. I'm not looking for anybody to lose their job. But the fact that they sent a message from their customer base is something that I think will raise some eyes. Raise some eyes. Tell me what you think. Leave a comment below. Make sure you go to our websites, warhog.com and kellydefense.com. Make sure you check out the industry partners. While you're there, check out the crew. Become a OTR member, on the range podcast crew member. If you go to warhog.com, kellydefense.com, you can join right there. Free trials available, friends. Join a group of like-minded men and women who want to be 1% better every day. And if you haven't already done so, check out the Firearms Training Notebook. You can go to Amazon or you can go to websites and get them, get a signed copy. Right now I'm out, but I just ordered some more, so they should be in in about a week. But wherever you do, make sure you like and share and hit those notification bells, these audio and video shows. Patrons, stay around. The show continues exclusive for the OTR crew over at patreon.com forward slash on the range podcast at the OTR Patreon crew page. Be safe. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, friends.